Welcome to another episode of Tell Me About It with Jaquil and welcome to the new year. This is our first official episode of 2021. Uh, so I want to start by uh, thanking everybody who's been a listener and for future listeners. I, I want to thank you all for at least getting me to this point. And I also want to uh, congratulate you all for making it to the new year. Um, through the pandemic and things of that nature and still uh, going through the pandemic. But I really just wanted to take this time to thank you all. Um, and um, yeah, so um, today on Tell Me About It with Jaquil, um, I will be discussing um, some poems so about writing about America. And I know this is always a very shifty, but also confusing and complex kind of issue um, or topic when, for, for me as a poet, I, I think that writing about America is so tricky, yet so easy because I have so many mixed feelings about America and mixed feelings is, is so easy to kind of just write about. I, I think that when we talk about America in general, right, we can't dismiss the, the positives, right? There is a lot of things that we are, are able to do as American citizens um, that a lot of other countries um, can't do. Uh, we do have a lot of freedoms and a lot of flexibility in certain areas and stuff like that. But also with America, uh, a lot of things don't make sense. Um, and that's not even just talking about socially, um, just a lot of things just don't make sense. The English language doesn't make sense. The, our metric system doesn't make sense. We're not on the same accord with a lot of other nations and continents and countries and things like that. And I think that's what's really unique. America takes this independence to the extreme. Um, but also with America, you know, there is a, a history um, along with the rest of the world, but particularly talking about America, a history of racism, of violence, of oppression, discrimination um, that has drastically impacted marginalized groups, more specifically from my perspective, has impacted me as a Black person um, in this country. Um, and because of that, my experiences in America have been very positive on the sense of like Black empowerment, Black love, and like Black embodiment but negative in the sense of how the world perceives me, how the world treats me, and how the world continues to treat me and my people. Um, and so it all starts with um, our, our you know, social uh, issues that we're experiencing as Black people, but it also with the, the large amount of issues that are due to our judicial system, due to our, you know, politics due to our politicians and I think uh for me it's it's very important to acknowledge that like because of the experiences that we've had throughout history because of the politicians who put in certain laws who who kind of set the tone with racism embedded into everything that we do um I started writing about it right and um I used to stray away from the topic for, for various reasons. Um, you know, talking about black pain and things like that is, is, is always hard for me um, to want to talk about, but um, I feel like because I do have the platform and to talk about it in a way where it's about informing instead of just about trying to convince people that the, the pain exists. Um, I think that's how I've been able to come to terms with writing about it. But 
in 2020 particularly, we, I think what I would call, we had the shit show of politics, right? It's always been a shit show, but I think the shit show has, has been very like in everybody's face. And we were faced with the battle of the two presidential candidates. Um, and for me, um, you know, I don't care what side you lie on, whether it's left, right, liberal, uh, conservative, Democrat, Republican, and anywhere in between politics or politics, but if human rights and basic human like kindness and just make affording everybody the same opportunities aren't at the basis of what you're doing, I will never support you. Um, and what you do, like the history of what you've done matters to me as well. <clears throat> so um, I wrote this first poem um, to our future president uh, and I wrote this right around the time the uh, political campaign started to happening for our presidential candidates. Um, so here it goes. <clears throat> How you gone actively oppose equality throughout your whole political career and feel like you can sway black folk to think that you will incorporate equitable practices in your future decision-making. How are you gonna support the criminalization of all black behavior and think we should give you the benefit of the doubt. Y'all must be out y'all's goddamn mind to assume that black people are just going to be complacent with endorsing mediocre politicians promising justice when perpetuating the exact opposite. We've always seen y'all for exactly who you've always been, hypocrites. So um, I wrote that poem from the standpoint of just like, look, we, we know as just people of color, as black people, as marginalized groups, we know that <laughs> there's a history of like inequalities that a lot of the people who run for president, right, have embedded into their political careers in order to get where they are, right? And there's no exclusion in presidential candidates. Every single presidential candidate has done something or has, proposed a bill, has passed the bill, has, has had some practice that has not benefited marginalized groups. And that's one of the biggest issues with our, our, our political system now is nobody's benefiting marginalized groups and particularly it's always the detriment to black folk. And so for me, it, when talking about our presidential candidates and our now president um, and our, our future, our previous ones and our future ones is like, we as black folk aren't dumb. And I think people think that just because you have some black people who endorse, you know, presidential candidates who support, who openly support things that are against black people and you have some presidential candidates who don't openly support it, but eventually, you know, still go down that route. Like, we're not dumb. We know that politicians are hypocrites. Like that's their whole platform. They have to be, right? If you're not a hypocrite, then you're not a politician. <laughs> and then like, because to, to be a politician is to be a hypocrite at some point, because you have to sway votes, you have to get people to back you and things like that. And so we just have to change the way that our political system is, right? But that's the embodiment of America. America is the hypocritical, right? It's, it's this idea that we speak freedoms and we speak all these different things. But when you, when you start to experience America as someone who doesn't have those freedoms you you start to under you start to to question all these things that they're saying so this next poem i wrote called america the hypocritical is to, to kind of embody that <clears throat> 
America the hypocritical. You encourage the people to speak their minds in the name of protecting their rights. You tell them to let their voices be heard, but you are the one silencing them. You claim circumstantial immunity when asked why you don't follow your own constitution, breaking the laws you've created to enforce ones that don't exist yet, stating you're acting within the best interest of your citizens, protecting your status as the number one country to those who benefit. While everyone else is busy asking for directions to the place where freedom is, and you have the nerve to say right here, and the home of the brave without telling them they are going to need way more than courage to survive here. And so I wrote that, that poem from, from that perspective of America being hypocritical. And I think that's the biggest understanding that I, that my feelings about America comes from is the complexities that I have as a black man being here, right? The racism, the mistreatment, the stereotypes, the, the doubt, the dehumanization, the fear, all of these different things, right? And then, you know, people telling me every time I have a complaint or every time I have an experience or a feeling that I want to, to express about what I'm experiencing in America, they, they tell me things like, or they tell other black folk things like, we'll go back to Africa as if, you know, if that was an option, I'm pretty sure we would go, right? You know, um, because Africa is the motherland, right? But people say these outlandish things as if like some of the things that we're experiencing are brought on by ourselves. And it's like, no, one, some black folk, right? Cause not all black people, all right, have uh, ancestry of enslavement, right? And so like, yes, a lot of them were brought here to America right and then to tell us to go back as if you know we had a choice in the matter is disrespectful and dehumanizing but i think one of the biggest things too is like all these things that we're experiencing about america and then all the things that are happening within america revolving around things like mass shootings and you know bombings and like police brutality and all these different things that involve more than just black folk like it, it comes so it, it's such a hypocritical standing is like you know we see the police brutality happening to black folk and then you see the police brutality happening to white folk and then the white folk or people who aren't as informed will say well police brutality is happening to white folk too right and you see this in media and you see this in like social media and you see this from other people and they always say well if it's happening to other people too, why are we okay with this, right? That's America, like people are like, well, if something's bad happening to another group, then we can't complain about it instead of criticizing the thing that's creating the chaos. It's, yes, things are happening, like police brutality is happening to all across the board in terms of demographics. It is impacting black people the most because on the basis of race is why police brutality is happening, right? It's not because of just our behavior, or just certain people's behavior in these situations. It's not just because like police officers are just like, you know, that adept at doing their job. It's literally because black people in America have a stigma, have a stereotype, 
have a perception placed on them as violent, as angry, as incapable, as inefficient, as lazy, as all of these different things, right? That make police behavior seem acceptable when it's not, right? And now that I'm at the point where I'm at, right, where I have a master's degree and I'm in a professional, educational professional role, right, where I'm talking to, you know, I get to talk to our youth, I get to talk to college students, I get to be in these spaces, I get to, you know, talk about social justice and cultural competency and embedding, you know, uh, this social awareness into curriculum and stuff like that. I'm often asked by colleagues, by students, you know, community members, how I feel about America, right? Because everybody always asks me, like, how do you feel about America? You're so angry, like, you know, justifiably, right? You're so angry. It seems like you hate it here. You want to leave. Here's the thing. I enjoy living in America because this is where I'm born. I was born in America, right? So I, I do have, like, some type of, like, joy here because there's things that I can do here hang out with my friends, see people that I love, right? All these different things that I get to do, play sports, all this stuff that I can do in other countries, but like, this is where I'm here. This is, this is where I'm born. But how I feel about America is, is very shifty and very, very complex. Like I said in the beginning, it's a very complex thing. Um, I wouldn't consider myself super patriotic, right? I would consider myself fortunate to live in America um, but also very, very critical of America because it is not the place that it could be. It, it does not embody the values that it does, you know, scream from the rooftops for everybody who wants to visit or move here. Um, and it's almost like sometimes America treats everybody else better than some of the citizens. More particularly, I know America definitely treats everybody better than they treat black folk um, another marginalized group so um, when i'm asked about how i feel about america in those settings um, it, it creates a lot of confusion and so i usually don't say anything unless it's like you know someone that i can wholly trust with some of my opinions and stuff like that um, so i wrote a poem from that perspective um, and it's called america strikes again When I'm asked how I feel about America, I often reflect on the countless acts of domestic terrorism committed by white men. I often think about how these men are called misunderstood, how they are typically seen as kind, complex individuals who let isolation get the best of them. I mull over the laundry list of mental health issues attributed to their perceived psychiatric break and find it hard to believe that in a world where that skin, that much access to destruction and entitlement isn't just history repeating itself. And I'm not, I'm not saying that mental illness can't be a justification for violent actions because we know fragmented thoughts, erratic behavior and lost passion for living can end with dangerous conclusions. But when little Hakeem's tortured soul shapeshifted his reality into delusions of gaining acceptance through violence, news media outlets didn't label it as schizophrenia. They didn't say he was battling mental demons. 
There was no depiction of the friendly black neighbor incapable of hurting someone. When I'm asked how I feel about America, my mind turns into a breeding ground for constant complaints. My trauma holds my ancestors back from jumping out of my mouth and snatching the curiosity off of the face of the lips that spoke that question into existence. My voice softens and states, I was always taught that if I don't have anything nice to say, then I shouldn't say it. So I'll remain silent, respectfully. So that poem really kind of brings my feelings to like a close, right? Is um, white people, right? More particularly white people who have committed crimes and violent acts throughout history and things like that um are always seen very differently than black folk than other marginalized groups when we commit some of the same crimes or when we do some of the same things and that's my that's one of my biggest issues with america is there is a very very different treatment of people with privilege power and access to things than there is to people who just live here and are oppressed and how we are deemed different is always in the negative and for me my biggest thing is shifting that narrative in the avenues and the platforms that i have so if i can shift the narrative from black folk being viewed the way that they are viewed at least for other black folk <laughs> so or at least for other marginalized group then that's me doing my job right if I can shift it for, for white folk, that's great, but that's not my goal. Because at the end of the day, white folk hold the power and privilege. And so until like we can get black folk to, to start thinking and start you know believing in their capabilities because of the way that our system is set up right now, it is very, very, very easily manipulative on black bodies and really discouraging on black bodies. And so, um, I don't want people to feel like America has to be that way, um, even though that is the way that America is. And I'm not going to, you know, like not acknowledge that that's the way America is because I am. <laughs> I will in every avenue that I'm in. I will acknowledge that. It's it's about creating the the platform and the space and the opportunities and the environment where Black folk can feel like themselves and confident and loved and you know noticed and all these different things and so that's my goal my goal is to do that and even in my writing I try to do that and and so um that's me writing about America um and um thank you all for listening uh this has been another episode of tell me about it with Jaquil stay tuned for more <laughs>